welcome everyone to the mutants over at table nine otherwise known as moat nine m-o-a-t the number nine where i review and or discuss movies tv shows anything and everything geek worthy so grab a drink and a snack maybe you're on your drive to work whatever the case may be the newest episode is coming at you in three two one Or it's up to you. We can make an episode. I mean, I don't, I don't mind. I just need to grab my grab my glass of wine real quick. <laughs> How's that? Uh, uh, I didn't do shit, man. I'm actually my 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 weenie dog's overweight, so I was telling my mom that I'm gonna start walking him like on the weekends. So I picked you have him a up. Weenie dog weight? Well, yeah, my dad when he passed away, he left it. So oh no shit. Yeah, my mom has two pomeranians and then the weenie dog, but the weenie dog likes to go into the other dogs like little cages and like um eat their food so we didn't know that until like now but he's like he's fucking fat dude and then we cut his nuts off and like the the doctor the vet was like holy shit like your dog's way overweight so he's a weenie dog so he has like a very flimsy back because like it's very long uh-huh. so when they get too overweight they could like break their back because <laughs> the gut's like dude. right underneath the spine yeah dude so like he uh <laughs> when he tries to get on the couch he's like jumps like he tries to jump and like he just does this for like 10 fucking minutes and he's like rawr, rawr. so but like when he jumps down that's when they break their back because like their impacts forward right and all the fucking right. weight is like <sighs> so i was like babe like babe uh mom i need to like put put him on a diet so i'm gonna get him friday through sunday and i'm gonna like walk him you know like feed him the right way so that way he loses mm-hmm. like weight aggressively so like today i was like testing him out because rebecca's kid is um he's a winnie dog you know how winnie dogs were meant to go into holes and like get like hedgehogs or get like um gophers like oh, i know. didn't know that yeah they're hunting animals so you they're long and like skinny because you put them in the fucking holes that these animals are in and they would go in there and like, bite them and then go back and then you know there you go you have right. your fucking... so um oh shit are those the neighbors yeah you hear them the fuck are they doing but anyways yeah so they're long because of that and um i was telling my mom that like now nah, put him on a diet like and i like him being here because he's uh he likes guys so but he doesn't like because he's like those animals are instinctively you know they like to hunt little things they don't like little boys or anything little so mm-hmm. my girlfriend's kid like he always bites at him like he gets close like, so i was like kind of like testing him and like he's cool now because like the kid's getting older but mm-hmm. um like we were laying down and like, dude, he's like, he gets really cold. So like, I was like laying down on my girlfriend's ass like this. And then he like literally looked like the same shit. Like I was on her ass and then he was like on my ass, dude. <laughs> but then he gets like his little arms that are like fucking short. And then like he wraps around my ankle and like, he like goes like that. Right. <laughs> so it was like that. Right. So I knocked out and then, um, I hear Devin like, and then, like Oh my God. Like chapo chapo. And then, like, and then I was like, Hey fucker, chill the fuck out. So, um trying to like test him with the kid you know make sure that right. kind of gets used to him but yeah dude it's that's all i did <laughs> and then i hit on my my old um roommate she's like oh i'm at the bar I was like yeah let's go and i was like fucking drinking and then six it was 6 p.m when she did that so then turned into nine and now i'm here <laughs> yeah excuse me edit that out but oh um, shit but yeah man i haven't i haven't even watched the new mandalorian episode uh dude Dude, dude is it good oh my god we might just have to turn this into a fucking episode i'm i'm genuinely excited now 
I'm really? Ahsoka, the Ahsoka one was fucking good, too. Man. Well, that that one was good, but how big of a Boba Fett are I don't remember. From oh, your huge. Dude. Oh, dude. If, if the previous episode, not the Ahsoka one, but the one before that where they show, um, what's his face, Boba Fett. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, he comes out. Winter. Dude, oh, my God. If that one was exciting for you, dude. You know how the comment was that that previous episode was uh, Boba? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I got my whole Star Wars shit right here. Yeah, I do. I love Boba Fett. He's cool as shit. We we had said that that episode where they show him like his back and then he turns around to face the camera, that that's going to be like Boba Fett fans' favorite episode. Yeah. No. This one is gonna be really his favorite. Well, I'm about to watch it right now while I'm fucking ironing my clothes, dude. It is it it. I hate to say it. Well, I'm not a Boba Fett fan, but now after if if Boba Fett in the movies had been this Boba Fett, I'd be a fan. This Boba Fett is they're giving fans exactly the badass Boba Fett that the movies are supposed to be like the way that the, and the way people describe Boba Fett to me. And I'm like, that's not what, what he is in the movies. Yeah. This is what they're describing. No shit. He's, he's more of a badass than Mando. Really? Dude. He, it's fucking sick. It is, it is without the armor. He is a fucking badass. And then he gets his armor. Oh. That, that, that's that's all I'll tell you. Oh, that's right, because he has it with him. Huh? That's Mandalorian. all I'll tell you. All right. Well, I'm gonna watch that shit right now, and I'm ironing and it is washing dishes. I'm telling you, I I've always been one to shit on Boba Fett because I thought it was stupid. It, it just didn't make sense. But after this one, dude, I I, I get it. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. I'm 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 a fan now. That that fucker's he he made the he made the whole show. This season is is finding out the kid's name and. Boba Fett. Nice. Well, yeah. Let's do the next uh, episode like that. Let's do um. Well, how many how many episodes is each season? Uh, like forty minutes, I think. I don't know how many how many episodes though. Uh let me see what the last one had. Hold on. I think the last one had fifteen. I want to say or nine. I think it was fifteen. I think it was right yeah. around like nine or ten. Uh, Mandalorian. Episode guide. Damn, these fucking lesbians are going at it. Is it really like they're better? No, they're not fucking. They're uh, they're fighting. No, the first season had eight episodes. Okay, so yeah, eight or nine, I think it's going to be. So if that's the case, then that means there's one more. If they do the same number of episodes, that means there's one episode left. Because this one was chapter 15. Okay. Oh. No, 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 miento. This one was chapter 14, so there's two more episodes left, presumably. But they might be doing more. Who knows? They they don't have to be limited to... Let me see. Wikipedia usually is pretty good about saying... Oh, it's eight episodes. Disney Plus announced the release schedule for all episodes for season two. And this is episode eight? This one is 14, so there's two more. Two more. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, so we yeah, got two more. They're, they're scheduled for December 11th and December 18th. Mm-hmm. So it's this one and two more. So I would say 
let's wait because you have to watch this one and then two more weeks and we can do the full season two. Yeah. I would say um, so. I'm down, man. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a clip from a test audio that we did from a Skype call to try to improve the overall quality because, as you may have noticed from previous episodes, as the time went on, our anchor session would overlap each other to where if I asked a question and he answered, they were playing at the exact same time and then there was like 10 seconds of dead air because there was nothing to fill it. So, we did a test call over Skype, did a video, recorded it, and then I extracted the audio, did a little touch-up, and that was the end result. So anyway, that being said, this will be the final part of this episode. Um, oh, real quick, um, yes, that was, we, we had a conversation, just a private conversation that we didn't intend for to be on the episode, but we ended up talking briefly about the last episode of The Mandalorian. So I decided to edit it and cut that part and put it in this episode. Uh, I would like to apologize to um, anybody out there that um, is a little tired of us talking about Star Wars so much. Um, Do I apologize for talking about Star Wars so much? No. What I do apologize for is that you are so bothered by the fact that we talk about Star Wars so much. I'm sorry that your life is so... No, I'm just kidding. I was going to get all mean about it. I'm sorry. We talk about Star Wars a lot. I love Star Wars. He loves Star Wars. A lot of people love Star Wars. It just ends up being in the conversation. I'm sorry. I, I refer to Star Wars a lot. I compare a lot of... Not compare movies, because that's not fair, because you're not going to compare Shender's List to Star Wars. But as a matter of fact, I started watching um, G.I. Joe yesterday or the day before. And I was watching it. I was trying to finish it right now before I came over here to record. And um, when I first saw it, I saw a lot of parallel. Like, there's a lot of scenes that reminded me of Star Wars. And I would like for somebody to watch with that in mind to see if it's just me because they're they're underwater but they're flying around in these little air uh air in these water vehicles that look like x-wings and tie fighters to me it the underwater scene looks like a space battle to me in star wars and then there's this um like reactor thing where i believe uh snake eyes and uh Storm Shadow are fighting, and when Storm Shadow loses, it I think he's pr- pretty much cut in half, and he falls down this reactor pit, and it, I'm like, dude, that's freaking the Emperor in Return of the Jedi, and that's uh, Darth Maul in uh, the Phantom Menace, so I don't know, I see a lot of parallels, it might just be me, I don't know, you guys let me know, so anyway... Like I said, briefly apologize for so much Star Wars, but it is what it is. I mean, it's a geek show, and it's centered mostly around movies. I'd say mostly, not completely. Um, There's some TV shows and stuff in there, but anyway, we are going to move on. I need to call this 
something just because I tend to do it a lot. I think it's going to be a, a thing. Ooh, I'm actually talking about this real quick. Um, where I go through my Instagram feed and I find things that I have saved to talk about on the show. So, nope, nope, nope. Let's not start with that one. Let's start with this one. So, Mr. Army Hammer, for those of you that don't know the name, just off the top of your head, Army Hammer is the gentleman, I be, I, I'm sure he did stuff before that, I haven't looked him up, but he got his big debut that I know of in uh, The Social Network. He played the uh, Winklevoss twins. Um, and then after that, I believe because of the fame that he acquired from there, he ended up doing... The Lone Ranger, which I never saw. I have no interest in. I'm not a Johnny Depp fan at all. Not that he's the reason I didn't watch it, but that didn't help. Um, Yes, I know. I'll probably... Eventually, if these episodes get more popular, I'll get some flack for that. But anyway. um, And he did... I think he was the one that came out in The Man from Uncle or something like that. Again, didn't watch that one either. Um, but he himself is a pretty decent actor, I, I think. Um, but anyway, Army Hammer is going to play the Godfather producer in a Paramount Plus limited series. Um, so he's not going to play... The uh, first one I read, I'm like, he's going to play the Godfather. What are they doing, like a prequel? Or, no, he's playing the producer, and the story is going to be... Oh, here's a better description. Director from Deadline, Paramount... Plus has set Army Hammer to star as the Godfather producer Al Ruddy. I don't know if it's Rudy or Ruddy, but it's R-U-D-D-Y. Anyway, in the limited event series The Offer, a signature show for Viacom CBS, upcoming global subscription video on-demand service. The Offer is based on the Oscar-winning producer Ruddy's never-before-revealed experiences of making the iconic 1972 film that Francis Coppola Directed and adopted with Mario Puzo from the latter's best-selling mobile, 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 Jesus Christ, best-selling mob novel with Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, James Caan, John Cazal, Cazal, Cazale, uh, sorry if I ruined that name, but Robert Duvall, Diane King, and Talia Shire among the iconic cast. Uh, the 10-episode event series is written and executive produced by Oscar and Emmy-nominated writer Michael Tolkien from Escape But Denimora and The Player. Ruddy will also serve as executive producer alongside Nikki Toscano, Hunters, and Leslie Grief, Hatfields and McCoys. That's the one I was trying to remember, Hatfields and McCoys. Um, it is produced by Paramount Studios. Anyway, this is from TV Movie Land on Instagram. Thank you to them. Um... Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely interested. I love the Godfather duo. <laughs> I, I never count the, the third one. The third one is not part of it. No, I'm just kidding. And that's another thing. I, I, I a couple episodes, a few episodes back, I kind of predicted that because of um, the Zack Snyder fiasco with Justice League that they're going to start doing this whole re-releasing movies with different versions and endings and kind of like the director's cut but actually putting them out there not just putting it on the dvd and it turns out that the godfather 3 is going to have something similar if i read correctly excuse me um that apparently they're going to they have an alternate ending 
and they're gonna re-release it. That's what I remember reading. I might be getting that wrong, but that's what I remember and look for that because that's gonna be ridiculous. I don't know if they can save it, man. The, the third one was, the first two in my opinion were more authentic. I think they tried sticking to the original story um, and did a pretty good job. And the third one was just, like, I think they, they saw how much money the first two made and there were the, the, the big wigs in the boardroom were just like, we need to make another one, get a good writer, get a good, and it's that you don't, you didn't get the right feel. It, it just, it wasn't authentic. It was like trying to make Rocky three and four and five. I mean, he, it's still Stallone that wrote and directed, I believe most of those, but it became gimmicky. It became, it wasn't the same story anymore. It, it it still has heart, and Stallone did a pretty good job of keeping the heart in it, but it wasn't the same. The first two were nothing but heart, and three and four were more big-budget, gimmicky, and with some heart still. And then five and on, he tried to go back to just leaving it at the heart and it just didn't work it, it's still they're still good i'll watch all of them because i love rocky but it, that's the feel that i get with uh, the godfather that it, it just became a gimmick um i'm probably overanalyzing as always anyway moving on um updates.in.cinema and i say it specifically like that so you can look them up if you find this interesting updates in cinema posted and it, it's all over my feed, but this is just the one that I happen to save. Um, Metal Gear Solid. Deadline is reporting that Oscar Isaac is attached to play Solid Snake in the adaption. So apparently they're moving forward with a live-action Metal Gear Solid movie, which I'm excited for. I, I, I didn't play all the games. I played like maybe a couple very fun games. Um, very funny with the whole turning into a box thing to hide. Um, I've always been interested, but I never, not never enough to actually research it, but I want, I'd like to know what the connection is between the escape from New York and the Metal Gear game, because, um, both characters are named Snake. I don't know if they're both Pliskin, but they're both named Snake. And I, there, there has to be some connection. Um, not just because of the name Snake. There was some, there was another reason... I can't remember. They're both wearing an eye patch. I can't remember exactly what I remember connecting. But anyway, Oscar Isaac, you know, looking at um, the pictures of Solid Snake and um, Oscar Isaac, they, they actually do look pretty similar. I, I think it's a good, um, I think it's a good casting. Um, I'm, I'm really afraid that Oscar Isaac is going to, become too popular and then just fizzle out because I, I like him as an actor so i'd like to see him continue but i don't i don't know if he has a staying ability that um and the only reason i bring him up is because i mentioned him right now but like a johnny depp or brad pitt you know those guys tom cruise if he's going to stick to the actiony stuff well we'll see because he's uh i believe he's the one that they uh, got to do moon knight as well so i don't know it's going to be interesting to see so moving on to the next one, uh, this is from, and I'm probably going to mess this up, but I believe they're trying to put Filmpedia, 
like encyclopedia, but it's Filmpedia, F-I-L-M-P-Y-D-I-A. Um, this one caught my, I like, I like uh, polls. I like seeing, I like putting my two cents in and then seeing what other people are um, putting. Uh, this one, they're doing the best actors of all time and they're doing it like a bracket thing, kind of like the Sweet 16 or whatever. And I'll try to go through this as quickly as possible without going too deep into a rant, but you know me. Um, first up is Daniel Day-Lewis or Humphrey Bogart. I'm an, I'm older. I come from an older generation. Humphrey Bogart was still classic movies, even for my age. But um, my like top and my top three, probably in the number, my number two favorite movie is uh, Casablanca and it's Humphrey Bogart and I've heard about him. I heard about him for years. And as far as movie stars, older generation, much older generation, he was like one of the guys, guys, he, in music, it was Frank Sinatra at the time. And for movies, it was Humphrey Bogart. Like you had, um, Oh, I'm going to forget his name. The guy that played Red Butler and gone with the wind. Oof, I forgot his name. Anyway, but you had other guys. You had um, you had a bunch of stars back then that, you know, they sang, they danced or whatever. But Humphrey Bogart was just like the man's man. Every Everybody wanted, every guy wanted to be him and every girl wanted to be with him. I don't remember what movie I got that from. But yeah, so, um, but in, when comparing acting, I'm sorry, but I don't know if anybody can be Daniel Day-Lewis because the guy is a method actor that you, you, he, as far as method acting, he is probably the top guy. Um, overall acting, I want to say Daniel Day-Lewis because with, with even great actors, a lot of times you get caught up in, you're not seeing them play a character necessarily. You're seeing their rendition. You're seeing... Al Pacino in this. You're seeing Al Pacino in that. You're not, it's hard to say he played the character so well that you forget that it's him. Like he, he's still got his mannerisms and stuff like that. Um, I always, when I compare Al Pacino and like Robert De Niro, I say Robert De Niro to me is a better actor because if you look at his catalog, he, his character is different. Yeah, he has the, the stereotypical De Niro character of like um, Goodfellas and stuff like that. But then you watch Awakenings, and he's he's not playing the the gangster role at all. Amazing Taxi Driver, even though I don't I don't like the movie all that much. It's a different character. Um, of course, he has Goodfellas and Casino stuff like that. But uh, Meet the Fockers or Meet the Parents, whatever um, comedic role, and he does pretty well, even though it's still kind of playing off the tough guy trope, but. Anyway, Daniel Day-Lewis, I don't get that feeling. I, he Every character to me is different enough to where I'm not seeing Daniel Day-Lewis play a character. I'm seeing the character. Um, so for that reason, I agree. Daniel Day-Lewis, and that's apparently who won that one. Marlon Brando and Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier, Poitier, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. He was very important um, at the time because... It, He's, he's from a time where black people were still, I mean, even to this day, they're still having a lot of, you know, struggle. But back then, it was way more obvious. It was way more in your face. 
I remember there's a story that in one of the movies that he did, or a TV show, I'm not sure, the script called for him to get slapped. And he's like, no, I am not going to do that on film. And I believe the director told the other guy, you know, just roll with it, keep going, keep just do it anyway. And he did, and Sidney Poitier uh, slapped him back. So he was, I mean, if you're, when you were talking about the civil rights movement stuff, he, he did for black people in movies. I don't know if it's a fair comparison, but you could kind of make the argument that he did for black people in movies what Martin Luther King and Malcolm X did for black people in general. Um, he he was like the, he when you talk about certain people in certain arenas, Rosa Parks. If you minimalize it to this movie realm, Sidney Poitier did that. Now, as far as acting, though, just break it down to acting. I don't know, man. I'd, I'd have to give it to Marlon Brando as well. Um, but I haven't seen a lot of um, Sidney Poitier stuff, so I could be very wrong. But from what I've seen, I would probably give it to Marlon Brando. Denzel Washington or Christian Bale? That one's tough. The only reason I give it to Christian Bale is, again, Denzel Washington. I see Denzel Washington in something. The only time that I felt a bit of a departure was um, training day. I still don't think he should have gotten an Academy Award for it, but that's the one time that I, he, I felt like he was not really himself. He was actually, I believe, the character. But for the most part, when you're watching Denzel in a movie, you're watching Denzel in a movie. You're not really what you know, I don't believe the character as much, but I love watching Denzel. So I'm, I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to watch Denzel in anything. But as far as acting, I would probably give it to Christian Bale. That guy, he's almost like a Daniel Day-Lewis, man. That guy transforms into whatever role he's playing. Um, next up is Tom Hanks or Dustin Hoffman. Um, again, I think Dustin Hoffman does a better job of portraying the character and Tom Hanks is kind of just Tom Hanks in the movie but most people give it to Tom Hanks in this one and I could see why Tom Hanks has a much bigger movies he did a phenomenal job as Forrest Gump so I could see that next up William Defoe or Jack Nicholson ah oh, that's tough man because I love I, I think overall William Defoe is more versatile um, but Jack Nicholson has some just iconic characters, man. And Jack Nicholson is definitely, no, I don't know. I'd have to really think about that because Jack Nicholson, I love the movie as good as it gets. Um, a little bit more comedic. Um, I loved him in The Departed. He plays Frank Costello, just phenomenally one of the best gangster villains in movie cinema. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I probably go with Jack Nicholson, and most people did the same. Anthony Hopkins or Christoph Waltz. Here's the thing. In that one, I give it hands down to Anthony Hopkins. I don't know how anybody could pick Christoph Waltz over Anthony Hopkins, but I get it because people just drooled over him in Inglorious Bastards, and he's pretty much been doing the same thing ever since with The Hateful Eight. 
I get it, but to me, Anthony Hopkins or Christoph Waltz, come on. I give it to Anthony Hopkins. It, it was given to Christoph Waltz, but whatevs. Joaquin Phoenix or Leonardo DiCaprio? I feel so bad for Joaquin Phoenix. He he lived in his brother's shadow for so long. Uh, people didn't take him seriously at first because they were like, ah, it's River Phoenix's little brother. Like, And he's come into his own. Unfortunately, he's from that era of the... Leonardo DiCaprio's and the Johnny Depp's and Brad Pitt's and stuff like that. So he kind of got lost in the shuffle. But if you really look at his work, he's one of the best, man. He he can he's he's up there. This is really tough. I hate to say I'd probably give it to Leo as well. And I started off hating Leonardo DiCaprio, but yeah, that's a tough one, man. That that could be an entire show in itself. And then at the very bottom, they they. This is not fair. They should have changed this up because this bracket is uh, its tough. But Al Pacino versus Robert De Niro. Again, this one, I love Al Pacino. I love Al Pacino. That's, that's one of those actors that if I had a chance to meet him, I'd fanboy. And I don't care. Like, like Denzel, I don't care that it's Al Pacino in the movie, that he doesn't play the character quite as well. He's just Al Pacino in a movie. I love watching Al Pacino. I'll watch him all fucking day long. I, it, I love Al Pacino. But as far as acting, again, have to give it to Robert De Niro. Mm. So then it breaks down. I'm going to go through these a little bit faster. Then it goes, going back up to the top of the bracket, The it broke down to Daniel Day-Lewis versus Marlon Brando. Sorry, but I, I got to give it to Daniel Day-Lewis. Christian Bale or Tom Hanks? I don't think that's even fair, but Christian Bale. Um... Jack Nicholson or Christoph Waltz, that that one, I'm surprised. I thought people would pick uh, Christoph Waltz, but they picked Jack Nicholson, and I agree. And then Leonardo DiCaprio or Robert De Niro, oh, that's so unfair. But, ha, ah, Robert De Niro or Leonardo DiCaprio. Oof. I personally would probably give it to De Niro, but I can see why people went with Leonardo DiCaprio. He's the one that won that one. Yeah, okay. Da and then I was talking about method actors. Daniel Day-Lewis ends up against Christian Bale, and they gave it to Daniel Day-Lewis, which I'm going to have to agree with. But that's a t those are two good method actors. And then uh, the bottom of the list is Jack Nicholson versus Leonardo DiCaprio. See, in that case, I think it's unfair. If they had had Jack Nicholson versus Robert De Niro, that would be a super tough... That would be another episode in itself. Like, I could have that conversation all day. Um, but anyway, what it ended up being was Jack Nicholson versus Leonardo DiCaprio. I hate to say it, but probably Leo has... The thing is, he's he's been picked for such big movies, and Jack Nicholson didn't really have big, big movies, especially as a lead. So for that reason, I think it's a little unfair. But um, I'm going to pause here real quick because something's going on in the other room. Hold on. Okay, and we're back. Sorry about that, guys. Apparently one of my kids fell. So it ends up being... Excuse me, sorry. I'll edit that out. So it ended up ends, ends up being... Daniel Day-Lewis versus Leonardo DiCaprio. I, I'm totally biased. I could totally see how Mr. Boucher and anybody else from a younger generation, and I say that in, 
it's only 10 years, but that's a pretty big difference between him and I. Um, I could see how his age group, even some people in my age group and younger would probably say, oh, no, by far Leonardo DiCaprio. But I'm sorry, but Daniel Day-Lewis, man, he seen him in play, uh, uh, what's his, what's the character's name? Christy Brown in My Left Foot to Bill the Butcher to, I forget his name, but uh, The Last of the Mohicans. I absolutely love There Will Be Blood. Um, I need to see his latest one, The Tailor, I believe. Um, he, th This guy, he went as for, I can't remember if the name of the movie is The Tailor. I believe it is, but it's, um, he's supposed to be, I believe, a shoemaker or Daniel, let's see, Daniel, die. Um, sorry for this dead air. I'm going to try to talk it out for the hungry boy. He retired, supposedly. Phantom Thread, I guess. I thought it was called like the Taylor or something like that. No, I guess it's Phantom Thread. Um, dressmaker. He actually, if I'm not mistaken, if I read correctly, he actually went as far as to learn how to actually make shoes for this role. Like that, that's the kind of dedication this guy has. Um, he's notoriously, you know, for, I believe it was Lincoln. He went just long to, he didn't carry a cell phone. He just stayed in character uh, for, I believe, uh, Gangs of New York as Bill the Butcher. He didn't, he didn't bathe for like the entire production. Like he, he, some people would find a lot of this stuff ridiculous, but I mean, in order to truly get into the character and play these convincing roles, the guy goes to extraordinary lengths. I have to, I personally give it to Daniel Day Lewis. I'm going to venture to say that people that are more snobby, I guess, about movies, I don't see how anybody can not give it to Daniel Day Lewis. If you're from a younger generation that just really likes watching movies and don't get into the directors and film, uh, the cinematography and scores and composer, all that stuff, I could see how somebody might be like, ah, Daniel Day-Lewis movies are boring, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio. I could see that, but I honestly think that most people that are a little bit more, I don't want to say it's snobby, but a little bit more movie buffs, I would say would probably give it to... Daniel Day-Lewis, and I'm going to be surprised if he doesn't win this. And according to this, I took the poll real quick, and 55% are voting for Leonardo DiCaprio. I think it's because most people are younger, and they... I really would like to have a conversation that's my age or as much of a movie fan as I am, if they can make that argument. I'd be really... If any of you listening right now are... Consider yourselves big enough movie fans and you would have this discussion with me. You think Leonardo would take it? Please let me know. I would love to have that conversation. I don't see it. I don't see it. I'd give it to Daniel Day all day long. <laughs> no pun intended. I'd give it to Daniel all day Lewis long. Sorry, that was really bad, but I just had to throw that in there. So anyway, those are my quick Instagram saves. Um... I'm going to think of a name for this segment. I'm thinking I'm going to make it a segment of my show. So, um, The Mandalorian, again, going back to Star Wars, sorry, should be ending in two weeks. 
this coming Friday, uh, the, seven, eight, nine, 10, the 11th, and then the 18th will be the last one. So that following weekend, we'll probably have our season two recap. Um, I'm going to try to watch, I want to watch Freaky. I, I It's such a cheesy, corny horror flick, but I want to see it so bad with uh, Vince Vaughn um swapping bodies he's a serial killer that ends up swapping bodies with a teenage girl it's it's kind of been done this body swap thing but this seems like so much fun i really want to watch it if anybody watches it in time for me to review it um that's about all i have coming up so as always guys thank you very much for tuning in for listening download share with your friends um i'll have all that usual follow me stuff at uh, in the outro um but more importantly than that love you guys thank you for listening and as always be good to each other bye thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the podcast if you have any thoughts comments suggestions or questions uh, you can reach me at moat9 that's m-o-a-t-n-i-n-e at gmail.com um, also go to Linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash moat, the number nine, where you can find the links to all my social media accounts, um, Instagram, Twitter, etc., as well as uh, the other podcast platforms like uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast Breaker, etc., whatever. Um, I would greatly appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you are listening on. And as always, thank you for listening. Please be good to each other. Love you guys.